Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Insufferable Bastards podcast. Hello, Shuli. Hello, my friend. How are you? The only time anybody watches this podcast is when we talk about Stuttering John. Hi, this is Stuttering John Melendez from The Howard Stern Show. It's all Long Island to me. The second she saw the face... All right, all right, all right. Forget all that. Forget all that. I'm Carlos Danger. Welcome to, I don't know, a bonus edition of Insufferable Bastards. I'm alone. I screwed up last night. We did a members-only stream. We talked about the Chad therapy session. And I forgot to play the most important video from that session. And that was when Kevin, Chad, and the therapist talked about why Chad sometimes goes after fans, or often, allegedly, goes after civilians. And specifically, Spaghetti Tooth John, a beloved Chadda who's been in the Dabbleverse community for a couple of years now, or however long this stuff has been. It feels like 10 years, right? Maybe it's not. But, you know, I'm sitting there, another thing, like, I'm, I'm, I'm dogging on, on Phil Elmore, and that's a guy who can sit in front of a camera, not have to read from a script, and just talk off the top of his head and make points. So mad respect to Phil for that. Who am I to say anything about anybody? If you want to watch last night's members-only show, it's only 99 cents to join this thing, 99 cents a month. And it was an interesting show. I mean, we had Joey C getting mad at OJ, OJ getting mad at me. Uh, some other clips, some other stuff happened. Ray made an appearance suddenly. So, but of course, through all that, the unprofessional hack that I am, I forgot to play this video. And I also sort of wanted to restate my support of the MLC therapy session because OJ hated it. Uh, Stevie Lou, you know, he's anti-Chad from the start. And most of the audience that was watching were against me. So I'm going to try again. All right. So I am trying again. I'm going to make the argument why Chad versus the therapist, Chad versus the sorceress, why it worked, why I found it engaging. Now, obviously, the, the whole goal of the show was to see what made or what makes Chad tick. Essentially, the therapist said it all boils down to chi uh, childhood trauma, right? Chad's childhood trauma. And you can argue that's a lame an obvious reason, I don't know, I'm not a therapist. You can say Chad sucks. Why talk about Chad? Chad's lying, right? None of this is true. I don't know, maybe he is. But I thought it was a good episode because, one, we got to see a therapist observe Chad of the wild. and Two, we got to see Chad and Kevin argue in a way that was interesting because it was in front of a therapist. Uh, we got to see Chad react the way he does to things. And then you had a therapist and Kevin calling him out and then the therapist would sort of say hey you're reacting that way because you don't you have unresolved trauma in your life and that's why you're reacting that way i'm telling you that's a little weird and might be something you want to work on so all of that combined you know it was a little bit of marriage counseling for kevin and chad uh super chats you know if you don't like chad you had the opportunity to insult him it was a watchable episode to me it was entertaining if you're a misery loves company fan currently if you're not an MLC fan, you probably didn't like that episode. So here is a quick edited clip that I put together detailing Chad's origin story. Who who's the male figure taking care of you when you were a kid? Well, my mom, after, you know, I grew up with my grandparents, like my mom and my grandpa, we all lived in the house. My grandparents died uh, right around when I was uh, four and five. My grandfather died of a heart attack right in front of my face in the kitchen. To this day, I remember you talking to Ray or somebody about having these memories. I remember it like clear as day, him falling to the ground. I was the only one there. 
I remember he had a can of rolling rock in his hand and it just spilled everywhere and I'm freaking out. And I call, I, I like, I'm a four year old kid. And an hour later, my mom comes and he's dead. And the ambulance came. I'm crying. The very next year, my grandma died from cancer. So you were sitting in a, in the kitchen with your dead grandfather for, for quite some time before anyone else showed up over an hour for sure. Yeah. And what did you do during that hour? Cried. That's, that's quite the, the, the experience. Um, do you ever have nightmares about that, that, that event? It was so long ago. I mean, maybe when I was younger, but I mean, not for, a, but I just remember it all. I remember it was snowing out. I remember everything about it. So Chad sat with his grandfather's corpse for an hour, according to him, when he was four or five years old. And I play that because that is the touchstone, right? If you want to know why Chad is the way he is, according to this therapist, that is a big reason. And then along with other childhood trauma that Chad endured. And I know there are tons of people out there who say Chad is lying through his teeth here. None of this is real, as I said earlier. But something clearly made Chad be Chad, according to that therapist. And exploring that was compelling. The episode was also great, in my opinion, because we got this glimpse into Brennan's brain check this out uh, it seems to me that seem these people they they if they're traumatized they seem like they um since they know they're gonna get a beating eventually not physical but in one way or another you know they're gonna get a beating anyway so do they act out first you know i mean i think i suffer from the same thing like i figure showbiz is gonna fuck with me anyway so i might as well fuck with it first so does Chad create problems just because he knows everyone's going to turn on him anyway? I feel that showbiz is going to fuck with me, so I might as well fuck with it first. That was a pretty honest admission. I can't wait for the episode where the therapist sits down with a KB and goes over his history. That, that was fascinating. There's a little nugget there, and they didn't explore it, but the therapist did give an idea of why Kevin Brennan who is quite polarizing, I would imagine, right? That's safe to say, such as just just like Chad, right? But here's why Kevin perhaps is so grumpy. I actually think your issue is very much this out of control id or animalistic component developed in in a household with brothers. Um, but you and Chad are very different in terms of good. Uh, that's good news. <laughs> so uh, that was therapist talking about KB. Essentially, the therapist said over and over again that the childhood trauma endured by Chad is why Chad reacts like a cornered animal at times, even when he really doesn't need to be. And it's also it also might be why Chad puts himself into situations where he ends up being a cornered animal and striking out, right? He's always ready to strike. Why he overreacts to things. The therapist theorized that Chad has developed sort of a sick vision of justice that he's always seeking as a way to sort of avenge the things that he was unable to uh, defend, him, defend himself again when he was uh, younger. So here's a quick clip of the therapist breaking that down. So in response, we hope for justice. Yes, justice. So so now we, we extrapolate that into your day-to-day -day, uh, interactions. And ahead of time, you give people the benefit of the doubt or you agree, are more agreeable, more get along to avoid conflict. And whenever conflict comes, you act out in response 
seeking just justice almost so, reenacting what we wish had happened so we're too trusting and then when someone crosses us we overreact so every time i act out online i'm, I'm seeking justice whenever you are responding with anger and over exacerbating a response it's a reenactment of what we wish we had done at the time so i'm not a terribly deep thinker you know i why are some people a-holes and some people aren't why do some people always constantly seem to be a-holes and, and why others are not i don't know it was interesting for me to hear the therapist break this down and give these theories you know and, and that was fascinating to me now the clip i forgot to play last night and I'm kicking myself for it because it really goes to the essence of lately why people are there's I think there's a segment of the listening audience who are done with Chad who want Chad to go away who are happy that he was down in views and down in Patreon and they want to see him fade away into obscurity and the guy that brought it up uh, the clip I'm about to play it was a user or a beloved chatter named Ted E and he asks why Chad attacks fans. Right, so we all probably know this story. Spaghetti Tooth John, longtime chatter, saw Chad live in Texas and talked about it in an interview with Patrick Melton of Nobody Likes Onions. And then Chad, according to several independent sources that I've spoken to myself, went to war with this listener, essentially, behind the scenes. And uh, let's just play that clip. Or actually, you know what? Maybe I'll talk for a second and just let that play. Because I know, I know, I like, I think, Chad, and, I, and I, I said this, like after this episode, I was like, you know what, I could see Chad, I would accept Chad back on MLC, at least in some type of regular rotation, maybe not every day. I mean, obviously, I don't think Kevin would ever do that because of all their problems. But I think Chad can be good with Kevin because Kevin gets annoyed by him. That was a highlight of, of this episode. And I talked about this at length last night on the members only stream. But Seeing Kevin interrupt and and argue and say, "Wait, what about this? What about that?" It was great. I thought the uh, the therapy episode again. It highlighted all that. It was like marriage counseling for these two, as I said uh, earlier. But it's really hard, and I get this because OJ is very much of this mind. And if you get a glimpse or you do the ninety nine cents, OJ did not want to talk about this at all. He's like, "We should not be platforming Chad." I wish he had told me that before we went live, but. I, I get that it's hard for a lot of people to look past Chad's scorched earth approach to life in this pattern, especially of attacking or allegedly attacking civilians, right? For lack of a better word, I just dropped something. His overreaction to this stuff and going after innocence is why Melton tears him apart almost on a daily basis or quite often. It's why Tukey, right? He has went after tried to dox allegedly Cardiff and El Harible. And if you watch Tukey, which is supposed to be on tonight, you know, they have a segment dedicated to Chad. They're killing him. I think uh, that approach that Chad takes is probably also explains why he was fading in popularity a few weeks back once he got kicked off MLC and then the Shuley Network didn't really seem to be using him. I think if he continues to attack people in that way, uh, he'll fade away again. According to, and that's according to the uh, live stream reaction we had last night, it's pretty much fine with people. Uh, again, I, I would, I could watch Chad on MLC as part of the regular rotation, but I get why a lot of people don't want that. So here's the last clip. And this is when they asked specifically about Spaghetti Tooth John. And note the therapist here, this is a big deal to uh, a segment of the audience. He has no answer for Chad. He just sort of points to 
the depravity of it all. So it's like, you know, there's nothing gets resolved by the end. Here it is. And then I'm just going to end the stream or end the video right after that. Yeah. What about Chad doxing people and going after people's family and children? I, th- I think this goes back to the anger and violence releasing, releasing dopamine. Whenever we feel kind of very distressed, you know, we tend to lash out. And in this environment, that's one of the ways that we can be violent. Yeah, going back to that, I didn't dox so, her at all. I mean, uh, I mean I, listen, I appreciate you, doctor. You know that. But, but Chad's going to take that like it's totally okay to go after people's family because the doctor explained it logically and clinically. But it's not okay to go after people's family, right? No, no. Just like it's not okay to eat ice cream all day, because then you get really. No, now you compare it to eating ice cream. I'm saying it's re- isn't it bad to like attack people's family? Oh, sir, I, innocent, sir, I mean, innocent victims like at at, at the and hummus and 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 Gaza. Yeah, it's just like that. But, and I would say in general, yes. This is more about the criminality that we were talking about before, kind of social norms. I'm not condoning any of it; just describing it. Um, Yes, you, you don't want yeah, I'm, to, to do violence is not something that's I'm a necessary. terrorist organization. Uh what about Chad's doxing people? The lady defended him and she had to get a new job. She had to get uh, uh she had to get a new job, spaghetti tooth John. She's probably lying. It's like you're probably lying. Her she had to get on, a, go to her Twitter. Her name's on Twitter. I okay. didn't dox anybody. Okay, well then she had to get a new job. The lady defended him. She had to get a new job because of him trashing people's families on Twitter. Wouldn't it, wouldn't he do the opposite to protect others because of his childhood? Good question. Also, uh, you know, this woman is spaghetti to John. She she drove to fucking Dallas to watch Chad's terrible comedy, and she didn't say any. She, she didn't she didn't uh, give the review that Chad. Uh, liked so he attacked her, and then she had to she had to jump off this all these shows. She know, used to be a big was, big big supporter. Lying about she was lying. She wasn't about, lying. You could tell she wasn't lying. I watched I the clip. Something. She wasn't lying. And then she ran a uh, the she ran with it. Ran. She with said it. all this crazy stuff about me. So she's dead to me. I don't. She care. didn't say anything. She guess didn't, what? Guess what? Broad, you wasted three hours of your life driving to see me. Ha ha. Hey, say look, she drove to see him, and he says, "Guess what, Broad? I mean, he's a." He's a psychopath. You should see what she's saying about me on uh, Melton's Discord. Fuck her. Okay, she don't have a show. She don't have a show. So, yeah, so at some away. level, on so some level you got to be away. a fucking, you, you got to be, first of all, any fan that shows up to your show, you should be sucking her dick. So uh-huh. the fact that the fact that you went after her because no, she didn't like the fucking troll. Yelp review she gave, you're a fucking I, hack. Yeah, yeah, you're just pandering right now. That's all you're doing. Yeah, I'm pandering to Spaghetti Tooth John. Anyways, keep going. Is there any truth to that? Shouldn't he be more sensitive to other people since he was traumatized? Unfortunately, we we reenact these behaviors. We don't reflexively do the opposite. 